Welcome to the Happy Whole You Podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, your brain health and wellness expert. Here we talk about all things wellness with a focus on how your brain functions. So the daily impact of our physical, nutritional, financial, even spiritual lives, how they impact our brain, including how we navigate all of our relationships on a daily basis, all have a major impact on how our brain functions. So get ready to rewire your biology and your brain because we have a lot of great information ahead. Hello, hello, amazing, beautiful humans. Here we are in another episode of the Happy Whole You podcast. I'm actually in my office at home and I was just thinking about coffee enemas, right? Sticking coffee in your butt. Are you still with me? (laughs) So I've had clients that have been interested in coffee enemas and have heard about them. And a lot of people are like, why in the world would I put coffee in my butt? So before we get into that, I want to back up to where I learned about coffee enemas. So it was, oh my gosh, I don't even know, maybe 10 years ago that I went to Southern California and I did a... I think it was like a three-day training at the Gerson Institute. So if you've never heard of Dr. Max Gerson, MD, he has a therapy called the Gerson therapy. And what I want to do on this episode is I want to kind of split a page from the training that I got, just giving you a little bit of history of Dr. Max Gerson. And then I want to pop over to a blog that I wrote called Coffee in My Butt Say What? <laughs> There are so many healing benefits to coffee enemas, but first it's important that you get a brief history about Dr. Max Gerson because I learned about these enemas down south at the Gerson Institute and the coffee enemas were a large part of the Gerson therapy and the Gerson protocol, which the Gerson therapy and Gerson protocol has been used for many, many years to treat and help people with cancer and other degenerative diseases. I can't even talk today. So first I want to tell you about Max, Dr. Gerson. So Dr. Max Gerson was born in October of 1888. He's a Libra like myself. Um, He was born in Germany and really after suffering from severe migraines, Dr. Gerson focused his initial dietary experiments on preventing debilitating headaches. And it was discovered in the course of treatment with his special, quote unquote, what they called a migraine diet, that one of Dr. Gerson's patients was cured of skin tuberculosis. This discovery led to other studies with the diet and Dr. Gerson successfully treated more tuberculosis patients. And after some time, his work came to the attention of a famed surgeon And this surgeon helped to supervise Dr. Gerson and established a skin tuberculosis treatment program at Munich University Hospital. And they carefully monitored a clinical trial of 446 patients or that had 450 patients. And out of 450 patients, 446 of those tuberculosis patients treated with the Gerson dietary regimen received complete recoveries. 
you guys. And his work was published in articles and there was dozens of the world's leading medical journals that published his articles. And it was, it then established Gerson and the Gerson protocol treatment as the first cure for skin tuberculosis. So through his work with tuberculosis, Dr. Gerson attracted another friend, Nobel Peace Prize recipient, Albert Witzer, who's an MD. And at that time, Dr. Witzer, his interest in Gerson was prompted by conventional methods having failed his wife, Helen, of lung tuberculosis. So in 1930, after suffering for tuberculosis for about seven years, Helen was admitted to Dr. Gerson's clinic and was cured after nine months of his protocol. The two doctors had shared a good relationship for the rest of their lives, which is wonderful. And what came to pass was even Dr. Switzer had his own type 2 diabetes cured by the Gerson nutritional therapy. And, you know, back then type 2 diabetes was not as prevalent as it is today here in the States. So that was a pretty cool discovery that his dietary therapy, you know, cured his type 2 diabetes. And his therapy was successfully applied further to heart disease, kidney failure. And then finally, they started using his therapy to cure cancer. So being born in Germany in 1881, there came a point in 1938 when Dr. Gerson had to move his family to America to, you know, leave what was going on with Hitler. And so as Dr. Gerson came to the United States, what a blessing for us he passed his medical board exams and was then licensed to practice medicine in the state of New York. For 20 years, he treated hundreds of cancer patients who had been given really a death sentence from their cancer diagnosis. So their prognosis was that they will be passing. And then he, in 1946, Dr. Gerson demonstrated some of these recovered patients that he took on, he presented to Pepper Neely Congressional Subcommittee. This subcommittee, he, he presented his work to them, and the committee was holding hearings on a bill to fund research to treat cancer patients and to find cancer treatments for cancer patients. And then although only a handful of peer-reviewed journals were receptive to Gerson and his then known as, quote-unquote, the radical idea of diet affecting health, he continued publishing articles on his therapy in Europe and presenting his case histories of healed patients as much as he could. And then in 1958, after 30 years of clinical experimentation, Dr. Gerson published a book called A Cure or a Cancer Therapy Results of 50 Cases. And this is where he documents these 50 cases of cancer patients that he cured through his through his practice and through his therapy, which I've read that book. It's pretty amazing. And 
he was just an amazing physician who died in 1959. So I just want to point out that in 1958, he tried to publish his 30 years of clinical experimentation with his Gerson therapy and showed how he cured cancer patients. And he had 50 cases of this documented. And a year later, he died. So you can go ahead and go online and and look into that. But at my training, his daughter talked about some different things that had happened to him as he came to the States. And, you know, here in the U.S., we are pharmaceutical driven. So I'm going to switch from those little notes from my class that I had to my blog that I wrote. And so I kind of, I'm going to kind of read you the blog and I'll probably go off script a little bit, but the blog is called Coffee in My Butt Say What? The idea of putting coffee in my rear end was never something I would have even considered until I went to the Gerson Institute in Southern California. The Gerson Institute is where I learned about the massive benefits of coffee enemas. I learned how Dr. Max Gerson's therapy helped treat cancer patients people that had recovered from cancer and other illnesses and people that simply wanted to remain healthy and stay cancer-free used these coffee enemas. And coffee enemas, like I said earlier, are a part of the Gerson therapy. However, Dr. Gerson did not come up with coffee enemas. They actually started in World War I. So here's a quick history of coffee enemas. So during World War I, Germany experienced a shortage of painkillers and morphine. So the nursing staff began to give soldiers uh, water enemas to help with the pain and constipation. Meanwhile, the doctors were working around the clock and always had coffee, a coffee pot brewing. So since the coffee worked so well for the doctors and there was a little bit left over, the nurses started to use the remaining coffee in the coffee pots for the enemas. And surprisingly, the soldiers began to report some pain relief due to those coffee enemas. And following the war, two Germans interested in the coffee enema power, so they were kind of witnessing these coffee enemas being administered and the benefits from them, started to do their own research. And what they found was coffee enemas increased the production of bile and allowed the body to get rid of toxins more rapidly. So versus just a regular water enema, the coffee would stimulate the liver to create more bile and you could detox your body a little bit faster. Years later, Dr. Max Gerson, who is the author of A Cancer Therapy, adopted this therapy and added it to his patient's regimen. So Dr. Gerson paired the enemas with juices, a high potassium diet, which, you know, high potassium diet is going to encourage hydration to go into the cells and he watched many of his cancer patients recover. So I just, in this blog, I asterisked some science-based benefits of coffee enemas, which I listed six of them. First one is increased cell energy production. Second one is enhanced tissue health. Third one, it improved blood circulation. Fourth, it helped people with better immunity and tissue repair. The fifth helped with cellular regeneration. And additionally, the last thing I wrote down was coffee enemas can help 
to relieve pain, nausea, general nervous tension, and depression. So I know that's those are bold statements, but those are all science-based evidence regarding coffee enemas. And then doctors at the University of Minnesota proved that coffee enemas stimulate an enzyme system in the liver called the glutathione as transferase by 600 to 700% above normal activity levels. And this glutathione enzyme reacts with free radicals that, you know, free radicals cause cellular damage in the bloodstream. And so this was helping combat that cellular damage. And these enzymes would neutralize substances and dissolve them in the bile, which would then be released to help released from the liver and the gallbladder and then became excreted through your intestinal tract, which is great, right? Getting rid of waste. So a Gerson patient would, you know, if you're doing the protocol, would hold the coffee enema in the colon for about 12 to 15 minutes. So you give yourself a coffee enema, you hold it in the body for 12 to 15 minutes. During that time, the body's entire blood supply passes through the liver about four to five times. So it helps carry out poisons picked up from tissues in the body. Enema acts as a form of dialysis, essentially, of the blood. So it's cleaning the blood as the blood crosses the gut wall. So super beneficial. I mean, we know that there's only two ways to really clean the blood, and that is dialysis and coffee enemas. So I wrote down the purpose of the coffee enema is not to clear out the intestines, but the quart of water in the enema stimulates the gut and it stimulates to move things and it stimulates liver to flush out these toxins, which is wonderful. And then I just went on to write about my time at the Gerson Institute. I actually met cancer patient survivors. One gentleman that stands out to me, he's well, it's 24 at the time, so probably about 34 right now. He was given six months to live. So a 24-year-old given six months to live, he had tumors all throughout his stomach, his abdominal wall. And he decided to give the Gerson therapy uh, a try. And he also actually combined the Gerson therapy with high dose of vitamin C injections, IV vitamin C. Um, I believe he said his his parent, one of his parents was a chiropractor or something. So he had access to these vitamin C bags. And within two years, he shrunk his tumors down and then they disappeared and he healed himself. So here's the thing about the Gerson therapy, you guys. It's not a quick fix. It is actually a therapy that where you're combining juicing, coffee enemas, and taking different vitamins, and you're doing this over a period of time. Like this gentleman, it took him two years to 100% cure himself. So in America, we're so quick to be, we want a quick fix, quick fix. But what we're not realizing is cancer can be starting 10 or 15 years before we even have the physical signs or symptoms. So it's really important and adamant that you give yourself the time to heal yourself. I also want to share with you another woman that I met at the Institute and she had a spark about her, let me tell you. And she had cancer five years prior to her most recent diagnosis and her initial cancer that she had five years prior 
she went the traditional route. She did chemo and she did radiation. And she had stated that she believed that her new cancer was caused by her previous cancer treatments. And she found it interesting that her friends supported her doing the typical cancer treatments with radiation and chemotherapy. But the moment that she shared with them that she was sticking coffee in her rear end and juicing and taking vitamins to fight the cancer, they were like all shocked and asking her tons of questions and pretty much told her that this was crazy. And she was just so funny when she was talking about this. She was like, yeah, so, you know, it was socially acceptable and okay that sticking poison in my body and watching me throw up and lose my hair and go through all the things you go through when you go through chemo, they were okay with that. But putting coffee in my butt and taking vitamins and juicing, they thought that that was extreme. And you know, she didn't lose her hair. She didn't have all the side effects the second time around when she did the Gerson therapy to beat her cancer. And so it was just kind of interesting. And I loved her spirit and her heart. And, you know, she stuck with it. And she said, you know, it's a, it's a continuous thing. It's not this quick, easy fix, you know. So she was wonderful. So here's the thing is, Doing coffee enemas, you know, you don't have to be ill, although I think that all of us have some underlying illness going on just due to the toxicity and the exposure that we all have on a daily basis to chemicals and herbicides, pesticides and radiation that we're getting. And so for me, I do coffee enemas about once a month. So there's something that I just use as a part of my baseline health practices. And they're not as bad as you may think. Okay. <laughs> so what I wrote on my blog is to pick one day a week, one day on like a weekend during the month. And you can do about two to three enemas in that day, waiting about two to three hours between each enema. And, you know, it may feel kind of like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Like, to do this, it may seem a little extreme, but again, it's something that can really benefit you. And when you take this day to do this, you want to make sure you're drinking lots of water and add in some green juices or apple and carrot juice combo. One interesting thing I learned at the Gerson therapy was there's a super antioxidant that happens when you mix at fresh apple juice with carrot juice. So this is where you're not buying apple juice at the store. You're literally getting a juicer and you're juicing apples and carrots together. And then green juices are always great as well. And you can do some research online. You can go to YouTube and you can look up how to do coffee enemas and you know how this all works. I did put on my blog, I put common questions. So one common question people have is if coffee is so beneficial, just why not drink it? Like why do we have to stick this coffee in our butt when we could just drink it? And so really coffee taken orally goes through the stomach and it causes digestive problems and affecting the liver by shutting off. So it's kind of like opposite. And, you know, coffee is good, has its good benefits when you drink it. And but then there's also the benefits when you do the coffee enema. So when you drink it, it's not going to cause that glutathione production and increase bile production and do all those wonderful things that it does when you take it the other way. So I say do it both ways, right? 
And then another question that's pretty common that people ask is, well, is there any evidence to support, you know, this Dr. Gerson entire, like his entire program? Then I add that in the blog and how in the late seventies, there was a biochemist and he talked about how the high potassium, low sodium diet of the Gerson therapy had been observed experimentally to cure many cases of advanced cancer in man. And there's more information on the blog, but this was in the 70s. So this is even after his death. There's been some doctors and scientists that are really interested in the work that he did. And then you may be asking yourself, well, first I did put in the blog that the clinic location for the Gerson to go get Gerson therapy and Gerson protocol to treat cancer and different illnesses. The closest one is for the United States is in Tijuana, Mexico. And there's also one in Budapest, Hungary. And the the training center, there's a center in California, in Southern California, where you can learn about how to do this stuff, but it's not legal in the States to treat people naturally with cancer. So in the blog I wrote, you may be asking why is there not a clinic in the USA? And then I put for many years, states and laws, states had laws stating that it was illegal for any doctor to treat cancer using any method other than chemotherapy, radiation, or surgery. Recently, a few states have begun to recognize alternative healthcare and begun to allow it with oversight. In general, acceptance of alternative treatments is low. Alternative care in some states is allowed only after traditional treatments have failed. It is unlikely that your insurance will cover procedures like or practices or protocols, I should say, like the Gerson therapy, even though his therapy has been proven to work and in many cases proven to work better than chemo. So I put, be open to finding what works for you. You know your body better than anyone. Listen to your body and allow your body to heal itself with proper nutrition, exercise, and maybe a monthly coffee enema. So some of the sources from the information I gave you was from a cancer therapy book by Dr. Gerson. And I really hope that you guys will look into the Gerson therapy, the Gerson protocol, regardless if you are ill or not. There are really some great points and little practices that you can add in, even if you're not doing the full-blown protocol, um, adding in, you know, coffee enemas or adding in green juices or other juices or nutrition based on his work. So, Thanks for letting me share this with you guys. I, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I'm glad I discovered this over 10 years ago. And as I continue to work with a variety of different clients, coaching them, some of them have had cancer. Some of them have unfortunately been given, you know, months to live and coaching someone through that challenging time in their life. You know, it's a lot. And, you know, being able to, give them ideas and other things that they could maybe possibly look into for themselves and having a resource like the Gerson therapy is pretty amazing. So I appreciate Dr. Gerson, you know, and what he did and what he stuck his neck out for and ultimately what he did 
most likely caused him to pass. But again, look into that and I hope you guys are great and I will see you next time. Thanks for joining us today, you guys, on this Happy Whole You podcast. We are so stoked that you are listening. And if you have questions or want to reach out to us, you can always email us at info at happyholeyou.com. And you know where to find us at Happy Whole You on Facebook and at Happy Whole You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day. Have a great week. And we will see you soon.